Bring it back. Here's what you've missed on the bright side. We got a very special guest in the studio. Yes, the head of marketing and business development over at Herbivore. And Herbivore is a homegrown agri commodity company, uh, which is a part of uh, AgroCorp. And they are involved in making all these extracting protein from pulses like peas. This is really incredible. We'd like to introduce you to Lena Tan. I actually came across her before at a great event. It's the Speciality Food and Drink Asia for this year, 2023. And there you were giving all these. And I thought, oh, hey, you know, melted cheese. I'm like, give it, you know. <laughs> and she was like, no, this is actually made from peas. It's like, say what? Say what again? What peas? Cheese from peas? What? Yeah. Mm. This is why I was like, I need to bring you in. You need to tell this story. Just so you know, Lena calls herself a flexitarian. What does that mean? Yeah. Hi, good morning, ladies, and good morning to the listeners of uh, Brightside. Um, so a flexitarian, there are a few definitions for it, but mainly it's just to say that somebody opts for a mainly plant-based diet. I would say mostly a majority plant-based diet and perhaps, you know, enjoys um, your, your meat or your seafood, your dairy on an occasional basis. Ah. So, but how occasional depends on your own definition. Okay. So for me, I do a one-third or at least a two-third uh, plant-based a day. So out of three meals, you could do one or two meals. Okay. Mm. When did you make the switch? Um, I started about a year ago. But before that, I was already on, I would say, a conscious diet. I would say um, I'm concerned about nutrition, concerned about sustainability. But yet being a foodie, because you're in Singapore, right? (laughs) So I I told myself, okay, indulge, but not all the time. Mm. Be concerned about all these things because, you know, we are, you know, we kind of are aging as we go along. So we kind of take care of everything. So um, I do take um, a lot of plant-based food. I mean, Mm. it could be whole foods. It could be, you know... um, you know, packaged food, but still um, to be mindful of that. Mm. Ah. So how did this whole, like, you know, philosophy towards your food, your diet, your health come into you actually being in the business of it? Well, I would say this, uh, I mean, I'm not the founder. I mean, I joined the company and at that time, I think um, Herbivore is a brand within a company. I'll talk a little bit about that later. But when I joined, I saw there is a potential. This company is really trying to make plant-based products. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, you know, they, they probably need some help because uh, as an agricultural company, you may not know how to build a brand. You may not know how to do, you know, that marketing for to, to direct to consumers. Sure. And I thought, you know, but it resonates with me because uh, I'm concerned about these things, you know. Know, can people eat more sustainably? Can people enjoy food still and be concerned about nutrition? Mm-hmm. How can we make vegetables and peas sexy, you know? <laughs> uh, you know, the thing about, you know, I, I used to grow up eating bird eye peas. I, I think a lot of bird people eye. know that. Yes, yes right. Yeah. And then when you, you got baluku, so it's quite helpful. You take <laughs> yes. the pack okay. and you put it on your bruise. <laughs> no? True that, true that. <laughs> and then the sad thing is nowadays you tell children to eat peas. So even adults, they'll be like peas and fried rice, no way. You know, so peas are, that didn't have a very good you know so-called um acceptance uh, mm. among people who think that food should be nice mm. and unfortunately peas are great for us and not many people know that yeah wow and now you're turning peas into something else you're turning peas into cheese i mean how did this how did this come about okay we join us on facebook actually we've got a sample of uh the block of cheese and what it actually looks like i can't even tell if you didn't tell me this was like a pea-based cheese yes. Uh, I, I wouldn't be because it even smells like cheddar cheese. Yeah. You know, this is pretty amazing technology. Yeah. How did it all come about? How do you get the pea protein cheese to behave like real cheese? So, um, I would say 
Okay, this one I have to go back a little bit backtrack because um, we started, I mean, AgroCorp is actually the name of the company. It is a homegrown agricultural commodity mm-hmm. company. So before I can explain everything, I have to explain what is an agricultural commodity company. And in, in GIST, right, it is a company that takes crops from where they are grown. For okay. example, agri-crops like, you know, your your wheat, your lentils, your, your uh, rice from where it's grown Ooh. to the countries that need them. So this ah. is what the company does. Okay. But because, you know, as a company that is involved in feeding the world, there is a lot of work into looking at sustainability and, mm-hmm. and issues of climate change because it's all in the heart of what we do. Sure. And then the company decided, you know, we are such heavily involved in moving pauses around the world. Why don't we do something? Because they realise that pauses are actually very climate resilient and, and there's a lot mm. of talk about how, oh. you know, growing pauses is better for the environment. So then the company said, you know, why don't we do something? So a few years ago, they decided that, you know, why don't we try this? Because there's a lot of talk about plant Based foods getting popular, mm-hmm. and they started thinking, you know, maybe we should do this. They started looking into extracting protein from houses and the crop that they chose is a peas. Hmm. That is really fascinating. I mean, it is related, but yet, you know, the tech that is involved, the science that is involved for an agro commodity company to go into food development. That's a yes. whole new ball game. It ah. is a very, I would say, it's a downstream vertical. I always call, <laughs> I always call her before a startup vertical within an established company. Um, so there's a lot of things that we are we are doing in terms of R and D. So um, we partner. I mean, our R and D team partners with uh, Singapore Institute of Technology in terms of looking at ah. how you know pea protein can be more efficiently extracted. But we also have uh, the the support of that that ecosystem. So when we come up with our formulation in the lab, we use the SIT lab, by the way. Mm. to formulate our cheeses. And when we come up with a formulation that passed our blind taste test, we will actually say, let's go and do a pilot production at a, a pilot plant, which is uh, actually um, the food plant is at Sunoco. Oh, okay. This is a plant that's, um, you know, um, I would say affiliated with um, SIT as well as uh, supported by Enterprise Singapore. You said some magic words just now. Taste <laughs> test, which I think we should do in just a little we while. We will be. All right. Join us on Facebook Live, you guys. Facebook.com slash 913. Back with more of Lena and Herbivore, their story about turning peas into cheese in just a bit. I was at the Speciality Food and Drink Asia for this year and then I came across your store and I just thought, oh, it must be some really famous cheese. And then I saw like Herbivore, like herbs, Herbivore. Mm. And I was just like, what's going on? And she right. was like, I met Lena there. And okay. Lena was like, this cheese is made from peas. And I was like, say say what again? <laughs> and then you taste it. Okay, Carol, uh, Lena has brought in uh, cheese. She starts like melted cheese, like a toast for us. Thank you so much. Ooh. Try the mozzarella first. The, the yeah, lighter colored yeah, one. Try the lighter I like how you can get mozzarella as well as cheddar, like different kinds of cheese. There's also Parmesan. It blows my mind. Okay, I'm just going to pull a little. (gasps) It's even got that stringy texture to it as well. Correct. How does it? What? It's amazing. And it melts. Mm. It melts like cheese. The okay. other dish you did at the uh, SFDA Impressive. was uh, the chili, right? With yeah, the, so, with um, the so we did cheese. a nacho. We did a, a, a cheesy sauce that goes with um, tortilla chips as mm. well as, you know. So that whole works. Uh, what we did was we melted the cheddar in a plant-based wow. milk, added some hot sauce, and there you have it. But I, you gotta explain to me how is this even possible? Right. So, so, so let me explain. Um, um, the cheeses are actually made with a base of coconut oil. Mm-hmm. We have some starches, and I then, can taste a bit of that. Yes, the coconut. Okay. Yeah, oh, okay. but that's that sensitive taste. But most people Aye. can't. No, now that you mention it, is. 
pulling it to the front of my palate. <laughs> very yeah. sad. I, I like the fact that she's a super taster. <laughs> but it's very balanced. And I, I, I was one of those that tasted it. And mm. uh, it just felt very balanced. I was just blown away that it was really very much like cheese to me. So even with that hint of coconut, you know, it's very balanced. Very the balanced. texture and everything yeah, with the smell. I mean, the smell is what's blowing me away as yeah. well. I mean, how do you get that smell of right. cheese from a pea? So, <laughs> yes. So we have to use uh, natural flavors. Uh, we use some yeast extract as well, but we do work mm. with natural flavors uh, to the most, I would say, the lowest level that we can because yeah. okay. we are kind of mindful that um, as a brand, we are we are quite committed to providing something that's sustainably nutritious, oh. which means that it has to be sustainable, not just for our health, for the health of the planet, but also nutritious in the sense that it must provide some form of health benefits. So okay. we try to have minimal processing. Oh. We try to use um, product. We try to use ingredients that are, you know, use, um, I would say, to the right proportion. Yep. And also we try to maximize the nutrients. And in this case, the nutrient we're talking about is the protein. Yeah, because you don't protein. often think about, you know, health benefits from cheese. I mean, yeah, apart from the, maybe the calcium, but the in this case, when you're yeah. eating, yeah, when you're eating cheese, you're mm-hmm. going to get some protein. Yes. Uh, so plant-based cheeses, the ma- most of the plant-based cheeses out there, um, obviously, we don't have so many in Singapore. We are the first one to d- yes, develop in yes, Singapore. That's true. Um, but if you have imported ones, mm-hmm. you will realize that the protein is actually very minimal. Mm. There's either zero or maybe one or two percent of protein in the cheese. It's yeah. because it's more starch-based, right? Or like I more carb-based, right? I would say it depends. Uh, uh-huh. there, there are some products that they will say, okay, you know, we are made of uh, um, like you know, soy milk, for example, mm-hmm. but soy milk doesn't have a lot of protein that mixed with all the other ingredients mm-hmm. then you might have less. For us, I won't say we are we contain a lot of protein, but you know, as, as when we are doing uh, the R&D, the, we max it out at 5-7% to 7% mm-hmm. of protein, wow. which is actually quite significant yeah. if you consider the amount of protein in various food. And this caught my eye because I have a good friend, Suwei, one of our DJs. She's actually lactose intolerant, but loves cheese, you know. So I was just like, oh, girl, you got to try this. It even melts like cheese. That's the mind-blowing thing. You tasted it. How did you find it? It tastes... I mean, if I close my eyes and you didn't tell me that this was pea cheese, I wouldn't know the difference, really. I mean, towards the end, somewhere in the middle, you can taste like, okay, the, the finish is not quite the same of regular mm-hmm. cheese. So that's when I start to like, oh, yeah, maybe it's a little bit different. But in terms of the texture, the smell, I mean, I'm... How did you get the texture? Right, the so texture similar. we have to work with the oil, the starches. It's a blend of everything. Right. Yeah, and of course, of course, the pea protein has a texture too. So we have to be mindful when yes. we add that in. Mm. Uh, so what we try to mimic is so you can see in our range we have the herby cheese uh, mozzarella, we have the cheddar as the as well as the just like parmi, which is our rendition of parmesan. Oh. And um, these three cheeses, we know the differences is that the mozzarella is more stretchy, the ah. cheddar is a little bit harder, yeah. but you know, um, stronger taste. Okay. Uh, the parmesan is the hardest. So we try to vary our ingredients to kind of mimic what uh, you know people are familiar with in terms of the usual traditional dairy cheese. Okay, we're gonna head on to our Facebook Live for more questions about Lena as we find out about this cheesy peas or is it? Pea cheese, I don't know what to <laughs> call it, but it it's so delicious. And it's just amazing. It's mind-blowing. So come and join us on Facebook.com slash 1FM913. And we got a very interesting question from one of our listeners. Yes, Mr. G says, is it okay for herbivore to use terms like cheddar and parmesan for their products? You know, because like shortbread in the UK must have that 33% butter minimum or, you know, champagne has to come from the champagne region in France. Very good question as well. Yeah. So, um... 
Yes, I, I will just share. Actually, the, the name of the range is called Herbie Cheese. Um, mm-hmm. the, of, obviously, the brand name is Herbivore. So, we have a sub-name, a sub-brand called Herbie Cheese. Ah. So, our brand, our, our product is actually called Herbie Cheese Mozzarella in this case. Um, so, it's already distincting, uh, making it distinct that it's not cheese, it's Herbie Cheese. Yeah, so okay. it's Herbie Cheese Cheddar, um, mm. this one. And then, then we have um, Herbie Cheese just like Parmesan. Parmesan is the only one we, because of IP, it's, it's actually something that's being recommended that we, you know, that, that people do not use. Um, parmesan directly unless I did not it's produced know in Italy. Ah. Yeah, this was something that kind of came out from the IP office. Um, okay. I, we were given a circular and mm. then at that time we were just nice naming the product. So, so you we just changed call it to it just like Parmi. Parmi. Okay, okay. Interesting. So that's the distinction there. And uh, just a quick one. Will also saying that uh, nutritionally cheese versus this herby cheese, mm-hmm. uh, what would you say? You've actually brought that up during the talk. Uh, that it is actually uh, high amounts of protein as well in herbie cheese, right? I do believe. Well, I, I would say it contains um, five to seven uh, gram, uh, sorry, five to seven percent of protein per hundred gram of cheese. So for versus other plant-based cheeses, it's definitely high, much higher in protein. Mm. Versus dairy, obviously, you know, if you look at the dairy protein, that's is actually more. The difference is actually how the how dairy cheese has been made. I think that's the the health concern that a lot of people in recent years have started to realize. Okay. Um, because the cows. Can't keep producing milk indefinitely without being fed hormones and antibiotics. So that is, um, I would say, certain health uh, concerns with consuming dairy, mm-hmm. large amount of dairy um, over time. Yeah. And that's something, I mean, not here to demonize dairy, but rather I think it is important for people to to read up a little bit about what goes on behind the cheese yeah. and the health claims. Behind the cheese. Behind the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Lena, for clarifying some of those questions. I think that question that you asked on Facebook Live was really good because mm. it's something that a lot of us who want to make that switch to healthier products, those products that are good for the environment as well. Yeah, so we've been watching documentaries, you know, and they're telling us, okay, when we we reduce the greenhouse gases from this, you know, it somehow adds to another area of production as well. So, Mm -hmm. you know, with the energy required for producing plant-based products, right, are they really better for the environment? And you shared with mm. us about the study. You know, you were looking through the literature. Could you go in a little bit about that as well? Mm. Yeah, so as I mentioned earlier, um, there is a big difference in terms of the, you know, the greenhouse gas emission. If you compare different food groups, beef is actually the top. Um, dairy is one of the top three. Usually it's number three. Mm-hmm. And then peas is all the way below because it's, you know, it's actually, I would say growing pauses. Peas are part of the group of family we call pauses. They're like the dried seeds of the of the legume plant. Mm-hmm. And you realize that when you grow pauses, it's actually better for the environment. First of all, it doesn't need a lot of water to grow. Oh, Yeah, it's actually, cl- uh, I would say, drought resistant oh and it also you know when you grow pauses it actually there's this ma- magical process it kind of injects nitrogen back in the soil that's right and it reduces the amount of fertilizers that you need mm. which is wonderful because fertilizers need a lot of water to produce as well ah. so growing this crop growing pauses that means your chickpeas your peas your your whatever lentils is actually already good for the environment even before we started consuming them they are good the problem really mm. is that a lot of our diets i mean if you're not of indian descent you tend mm. not to eat a lot of pauses yeah and when you don't eat what can we do as a as a even at the best marketer can't force anyone to eat if they don't want it yeah. part of their cuisine yeah. so but if we were to extract protein out of up from these pieces pauses and then make them into products that you eat 
for example, cheese. Yeah. <laughs> I think that that might be the start of a better better way to to encourage adoption. Yeah, mm. it might start Acceptance. a relationship going, you know, and also a conversation. I yeah. mean, uh, you were pointing out that just one kg of beef produces what's it again? Sixty kilogram of greenhouse gases, based on the study. Whereas one kg of peas produces one just, kilogram. So even if there was some processing, some post processing involved in extracting the protein, it's still going to be less. Yes, then it will be 60 less. kilograms of carbon mm. uh, footprint generated by beef itself. Yes, so, yes. breathe easy, rest easy. This Eat has your appeased the community. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, again, doesn't mean that every plant-based product has the same amount of carbon footprint. It depends on how much processing. Yeah. Our processing is very simple. It's not like, you know, very uh, sophisticated and, and extensive heat treatment. No, no, we don't really, really need to do that extensive. Yep. So I wouldn't say that it would add on a lot more to, to that whole process. Mm-hmm. Ah. So over at their website, herbie-vor.com, you can also find the cheeses, but also plant protein blocks, which you can use in your cooking. Yeah, right? so the plant protein block was our first product actually. Ah. And and what we did was basically to use a lot of pea protein, put it into a block that looks like a tofu. Ah. And then we use it as an ingredient. So we have used it to make a ricotta cheese. <laughs> and we have used it to make a meat replacement. We have used it to crumble into a, a parfait so that it, you, you take away that need for a dairy creamer. We actually produced a cookbook for it. Oh, so wow. that we kind, kind of, you oh. know, the end thing about, I mean, I would say the bottom line is, you know, when people, you want people to adopt plant-based, it has to be tasty. Yes. We have to teach people how to use it in the, so that the end result is tasty. That's true. And yeah. I guess also for them to use it in a way that they're familiar with, you know, so like a tofu-like block, they yep. can kind of understand it, get their heads around it. So the recipes, the products are all available at their website how cool herbie-vor.com give it a try guys you know it really is quite amazing Lena thank you so much for joining us here today and bringing all these to share with us thank you I think you have a convert here (laughs) thank you it's a pleasure and thank you ladies The Bright Side with Carol and Lavinia every weekday morning 6 to 10 a.m. on 1FM 91.3